everyone, it's Mark here, aka Captain DeFi from the Australian DeFi Association. And in today's episode number six of the Getting to Know the Community series, we're talking to founder Ben Reed and his awesome NFT project, which is all about the rising stars of sports. This is the first for us in the sense that it's not just Ben that we're speaking with, but we're also speaking with the first rising star to go through his program called The Dark Horse. Um, her name is Bianca, and she is from the Philippines. Fun fact, I'm from the Philippines too, having been born there and then growing up in Australia. So this is something that's close to my heart, and we get to hear more about that in this episode. We'll see you there. All right, folks, we are back. It's Mark here from the Oz DeFi Association, and we've got some very awesome guests here today. Uh, we've got TDH, which is the Dark Horse, and we've got founder Ben Reed here, as well as one of their first and very awesome, because it's very close to my heart, a fellow countryman, um, Bianca Bustamante. So nice to meet you both. Ben and Bianca, how are you? Good. good. Doing great. <laughs> Fantastic. And look, thank you so much for making the time for this interview. We love getting to know the community, even if it is global, right? So you guys are, um, this is the first call where we've actually got a global cohort of people. So Ben, you and I are in Australia, but Bianca, where, whereabouts are you? All uh, right. I'm, I'm from the Philippines. I grew up in Manila and um so four months ago, I traveled here in America to do a shootout for Dolby series, and apparently I got in. So now I'm based in Indianapolis. Wow, that's fantastic. Um, I've never been there, been all across the East and West Coast, but never to Indianapolis. So we'll have to hear more about that at some point. And uh, Ben, mate, this is an amazing, you've told us about this project coming up. It's great to see it finally, you know, um, getting it it's traction and there's going to be many more to come, but yeah. How do you feel, mate? Yeah. I feel that good sense of excitement and a bit of nervousness. Um, but uh, yeah, no, it's been a lot of, lot of, lot of planning, uh, a lot of hard work till now. And um, now we're just excited to kind of get out, get, get the drop happening and get those early supporters in. Mate, that's it. If you're not nervous, you're not doing something right, I reckon. There's always good to be a little bit nervous. But why don't we talk about that? So this is an NFT uh, product. Um, and, you know, can you tell us a bit more about what is the Dark Horse and why do you think it can stand out in the market? Yeah, so the Dark Horse is a bit of a play on the underdog or the challenger. Uh, and so we kind of liked it as a bit of an edgy name for the project and obviously represents Bianca at the moment, early on in the sport, but showing a lot of promise and, um, you know, in, in her first season, but already already showing great promise and great results. And I think a lot of people can connect with that idea of being early on in um, something that they're passionate about. And so the Dark Horse is a chance for fans to be part of that early supporter group and be at the front row seat as someone tries to rise up the ranks of a, of a global sport like motorsport. Um, that's, that, that's amazing. It's, it's, um, it's not easy for fans to currently get involved apart from say watching on TV or, you know, just, just uh, going to the to sport itself. But this is like an opportunity for them to really get more hands on, isn't it? Yeah. Well, I think, I think the reality is, is if you, 
if you see someone that you think has some talent or or that you want to back, it's actually there's not really a, cha- a channel or a medium for it that's easy today. You're not just going to turn up and say, "Here's a hundred bucks," and you know, um, <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll I'll hope to uh, get it back one day. So there's a lot of latent support around yeah. sports athletes. There's a lot of people that want to see them succeed, and I think we're wanting to shift it from a a sense of like charity or donation to actually feeling like you're a, um, you're a, you know, a, a backer um, of an athlete and really a, a helping, you know, provide that early stage funding um, for their career. Beautiful. And, you know, that's the thing about uh, the blockchain technology that we are now able to do these sorts of things. Um, because if we were waiting for uh, traditional finance systems to kind of be put in place to do this kind of stuff, I think it would just take uh, forever. So it's good to see. And we're really glad. Australia is a sports mad nation. If you couldn't already tell, Bianca, I don't know if you've... Uh, have you been down to Australia before, Bianca? Uh, yes, I've actually... I've got relatives there in uh, Sydney. So when I was like um, trying to build up my experience back in 2017, I would travel back and forth a lot there. And I even uh, lived there for about three months, just racing all over Australia. So I, I love the place and I love, I just love everything about it. I love racing there. I love the people. Well, that's, that's amazing. And hopefully with this project, people are going to get to know and love you even more. But why don't we go into that a little bit? How do you think that uh, this NFT will support and help you in your career? Um, um, for sure, it's definitely pretty new, you know, there's never been a platform like this where fans and the athlete are sort of um, connected, and they are actually a part of my journey. So it's at first, I'm nervous, of, of course. And I, I know that it's going to be very new to everyone, you know, it's especially NFTs right now, it's very mundane. So as an athlete, I want to sort of open up this path where people can come along and see the behind the scenes and everything about it. And I'm like, I'm excited as well because I love building communities and I love showing people the hard work behind it. That's amazing. And I think um, what you said there, communities is very important because uh, regardless of what your background is in the space, I find that the people that do really well, whether you're the talent that the NFTs created from and the artist or the people running the technology and building it like Ben, um, the people that we've seen have done really well have been those that are community first. So this is uh, very much uh, in line with what I think could be very successful along with, you know, your career, obviously. So um, hopefully we get to see you out there winning more races. Whereabouts are you right now? You said you're in, Indian- in Indianapolis right now, or um, are you just based there? Uh, right now I'm in Indianapolis. Uh, I'm based here purely for training and I'm also doing a few races here in America in the road to Indy ladder in the USF juniors. So, uh, actually I'm flying to Barcelona tomorrow, uh, for uh, my second race of the season. Uh, so I'm really excited about that. Um, and of course I'm bringing along with me, my community. So it definitely fuels me a lot more. <laughs> Well, that's amazing. You know, that's the thing, like with something like the Dark Horse, people can really follow along even more and not just like, oh, I'll watch it. No, it's like I feel own, I, like I feel that I'm a part of this journey along with you. So that's amazing that you get to share content like that. Um, so really glad. Ho- hopefully all goes well uh, over there in Barcelona. We'll be watching along. Um, so look, Ben, uh, let's get back to it. The, the 
core value, the, the core value proposition you've got for this NFT. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? We kind of touched on it a little bit at the start, but can we dive a little bit deeper? Yeah, well, the, the NFT market is obviously pretty saturated right now. And I think where we where we see the dark horse standing out is really doubly down the utility component around owning an NFT. Uh, so of course we're looking at great artwork and we've had a few early reveals about what the artwork looks like and we want that to, to really still shine uh, and represent um, Motorsport and, and, and Bianca and her brand. Uh, but because of the nature of this NFT supporting someone who's competing in the real world, this is linked to real entertainment. So this is not just an NFT that you that you're passive with. Um, it gets you uh, front row access to Bianca as she competes during the season, and we're looking at you know behind the scenes insider content in around that. Uh, also, if you've ever considered yourself a motorsport uh, um, fan or wannabe driver, or if you're a parent with kids who have a driver, this is a great way of of them being able to be much more connected to the sport. Um, also, it's your chance to have that um, symbolic uh um ownership uh that shows that you were an uh, an early supporter of bianca and that's something that's codified in the blockchain and uh as she continues to kick butt um and, and grow up the ranks you can you can be you you'll, you'll be forever known as someone who was an early supporter of her career i think there's also that element of uh gaming um and mm -hmm. uh, i think nfts and gaming have i've always gone hand in hand um but with with motorsport there's some so many games that are popular in traditional world like your forzas and f1s and the like um and there's some really interesting crypto games coming up so i think the ability for the nft itself to give you a ticket into that gamefi world is quite interesting uh and then we've got the other parts of the value prop like merchandise sports and merchandise mm -hmm. going hand in hand um we uh <clears throat> We're still early early stages in exploring this, but we'd love the idea of prizes linked to each race during the season. So if you're an NFT holder, you actually get wow. to be part of a prize pool. Um, over time, we'll look at the ability for you to go to a physical event and get some preferential access by holding an, an, an NFT. Um, and then, of course, there's a community element as well, um, getting, getting mm -hmm. uh, access to other or channels where other NFT holders hang out and also getting a chance to, from time to time, speak to Bianca directly. So we're looking at a whole package of things that you as an NFT holder will have, but because it's linked to the, the real world mm -hmm. and entertainment, mm -hmm. it naturally provides, uh, I think, a much um, stronger utility offering than your average NFT project. Mate, that's, that's absolutely amazing because you're right. There are these passive NFTs which just sit there and cool, you know, if you like monkeys, apes, all that kind of crypto voxel or, you know, pixelated type stuff, that's cool. That's fine. But this is definitely that next level. It's, it's cool to see like an evolution of that. And it kind of reminds me of things like Twitch. Twitch is very popular as a platform. People like to see um, those people perform well, whether it's with, you know, uh, gaming or actually getting in the car, right? So that's um, definitely something. And you know what you just what you just said there was really interesting because you have these, I follow NBA a lot, like every good Filipino um, should, right? Um, but the, the thing that you hear a lot is like, oh, yeah, I'm a super fan. I've been, you know, a fan of this team since day whatever. And it's like, there's no way to prove it. Well, if someone says I'm a fan of Bianca, 
they've got to be yeah. able to prove it. Yeah, now, right, so. I was. Yeah. There you go. So look, I think I think that's amazing what you you built here. And I think this is the the type of thing that is going to be very transformational uh, going forward. So that's a really cool core value proposition. So amazing stuff. And Bianca, um, with all of this kind of stuff going on, what do you think will be the most interesting part of interacting with TDH, the Dark Horse fans? So recently I've started, you know, to interact more in the Discord server and everything. And I guess as a 17-year-old, going along this journey, which is very nerve wracking and emotionally draining. It's always fun to have that sort of people and family and community just being alongside there with you, you know, like after the Miami race, uh, and I did pretty decent. I finished a P9. It means I'm in the points. And the minute I opened my phone, I was just bombarded with discord chats and all of the messages saying I did very well. I did a great job. And, and, you know, as, as um a young as a young kid, I've always just felt like a lot of pressure being put on me in the sport. So having that sort of relief and knowing that I'm appreciated and that I have people supporting me whether I win or not is like an amazing feeling. So I'm really excited to to give back and you know spend some time and get to know them. And I love that I have these people really just there for me. I mean, like in Miami, they even had a watch party and it was like 3 a.m. in the Philippines and they were just there watching and I was like, wow. <laughs> I'm going to, uh, next time I go over to the Philippines and stuff, instead of hearing Manny, Manny, I'll hear Bianca, Bianca. <laughs> <laughs> but the, well, Ben knows, but I think, you know, some of the viewers may not know this, but, you know, apart from basketball, right, we have the world's greatest boxer retired now senator maybe the next president one day even though we've just had elections over there manny pacquiao <laughs> um so we'll see but no that that's amazing and i'm sure the fans are looking forward to the the type of interaction they can have with you as they um track your career support it and you progress so that that's absolutely amazing and we're keen to see more of this and you know what's going to be really cool bianca is when you know you're the first one but as you start to uh, see other TDH um, athletes coming through and, you know, you guys become, this is the first season of the, all these athletes and then the second season and other cohorts and who knows, Ben, maybe there's documentaries in store. You know, we, we love our sports. We love documentaries. We'll see what happens. Not, not giving anything away. Um, but yeah, that, that'd be amazing to see what you guys can come up with. So Bianca, that that's awesome. We're going to have to make sure that we either stay up late and do DeFi hours at 2am or 3am in the morning, or we'll, um, you know, we'll watch the recording. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, so Ben, uh, standard DeFi hours, isn't it? 2, 3am. Uh... Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, like to get tickets for things like when you go overseas where there's like an Ethereum event or whatever, they go, we're going to do the drop at 6pm in Paris. And it's like, yeah, that's 2am in Australia. That's fine by me. I don't have to work too much the next day. It's like, oh, it's, it's a struggle. So Bianca, um, get plenty of rest. Um, enjoy your youth. I'm much older than you. So like, I'm, you know, that stage where I just fall asleep very easily, but anyway, uh, it's always exciting in DeFi. So, um, rounding things out, uh, for the final kind of question around the, the crypto side of things, I'm oh, sorry, the, the NFT, uh, project, and then we'll wrap up with one final question for, for both of you. Um, but back to Ben, who, um, in, in, if we look at the Australian ecosystem, uh, who have you had involved in this project? Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah, well, we've had 
some of the crew from DeFi Australia involved along the way, which has been which has been great. We've got a lot of uh, NFT DGENs in that in that group, and um, I've had fun talking to them about the potential here. Um, so good good having a grassroots group like that. Uh, I think we've seen really strong interest from a lot of the um, a lot of the the, the wider um, you know NFT um, art communities here. You know, I think I think even though art and sport have not really been connected well, uh, I think people see the potential there for those two groups to to work together on projects like this ongoing. Um, and I think we'll continue to see that that grow. Um, I think it's actually been really good speaking to even the some of the the leading legal advisors here in Australia where, you know, we've been working through uh, <clears throat> the NFT drop and this, this is a very vanilla NFT drop. It's very, um, you know, it's, it's Ethereum based. It's very much focused around the utility part of the NFT, but um, each time we've spoken to um, influential people who are helping drive legislation here, they, they kind of see how this has great potential, not just for sports, but for funding, um, a much wider pool of people who want to um, potentially support their career early on. Um, and as you say, we're sports mad. So, um, you know, my my sports betting, sports punting, um, sports tragic crowd, they're all pretty excited about this. Um, and I think anyone who's involved in um, fantasy or tipping or just generally loves getting involved um, in, in things from an early stage, um, I've seen great support. Um, just from the, the beer and bar conversations. Um, so, yeah, I think I'd, I'd love to see a lot of Australians getting involved in this NFT drop and supporting it. The mint date is Australian time zone friendly. None of this 1 a.m., 3 a.m. We're doing it to coincide with Australia and the Philippines um, all being awake. So, yeah, this is a proud Australian-Filipino collaboration. So I'd love to see some support from Australia as part of it. Absolutely love that. And um, we've got a big uh, bunch of at least my um, Filipino community friends uh, that are keen to see how this plays out. Now, um, we always ask a question uh, at the end of every interview. This is the first time we're interviewing multiple people at the same time. So this is like not only the first international one, but it's the first where it's been more than just one person. So um, you guys are doing amazing. So <laughs> bunch of firsts here. Uh, but, you know, we always like to ask, what does the community mean to you? So um, I don't know who wants to draw short straws here. Uh, does do either no, you, okay, B Bianca? Do uh, can you tell us, tell the crowd, tell your fans, your your new fans coming too after watching this? What does community mean to you? Community for me is a group of people that truly supports you if they can. Then you know, like racing, it can be very detrimental at times and frustrating. Uh, there's definitely a lot of times where people has, you know, given up on me, walked out and told me that I was probably not good enough. So I hope that I will get the opposite of that and that they will be there with me every step, every win and every defeat. Uh, and I, I do hope that I also get to inspire the community to, you know, to to pursue what they dream of and to inspire the new generation of young drivers uh, or kids to be the next Formula One driver, female Formula One driver. And I want to sort of make a path to women in motorsport and motorsport in general in the Philippines and Asia. So, yeah. 
Love it. Um, and I think you're, you're doing all the right things so far. So we, we hope that that really uh, continues, but that's an awesome definition uh, of community. And now over to you, Ben, um, you know, the, the dark horse founder, what does community mean to you, sir? Well, I guess the, the heart of community is shared identity and a sense of like common, common ownership or, or feeling like common skin in the game. And I think, um, uh, particularly in sports, I get this sense of like a grandstand kind of all like, you know, like the, the classic image of waving flags, cheering and chanting. Um, I just came from a weekend up at Bathurst watching actually um, Bianca's uh, manager, Daryl Race, uh, doing craft bamboo, proud up there. But you, you get that strong sense of the tribes um, in a place like Bathurst. Um, and it's, uh, it's sort of the best part of, of humans coming together in a way. We're all, we're all supporting, cheering for the same thing, um, lots of camaraderie. Uh, so for me, I think through the, the offline versions of community and then think how that's complemented and enhanced through online and what better thing to do than rally around a sport you care about and be cheering on someone who's chasing their dreams. So I think that represents... Mate, you, you use the word rally and you use the word chase, um, both motor racing terms. So you're, you're right in it. You, you're not even thinking it, but, you know, you've got racing on your mind. Love it. Um, ben, that was awesome. So, so look, that's the end of the interview. We thank you both so much for your time. Good luck in Barcelona, Bianca. It was really lovely to meet you. I'm sure we will talk more. And Ben, thank you so much for putting this together. We're excited for what comes next. Awesome. Thank you so much. Go get him, Bianca. <laughs> there you go, folks. What an amazing interview that we had there. It's really awesome to see such cool projects coming through the ranks and not just uh, members of the OzDefi Association, but also for them to have their clients or their first rising stars in a program like this. So thank you so much, Ben and Bianca. We wish you all the best of luck in the growth of this project and the racing season that you have uh, there. And we're very excited to see how this is applied to other sports. So if you'd like to know more info, please do check out the show notes for more. There'll be a lot more links and details below. And please do like, share and subscribe if you are liking this content. And we will definitely do more of these types of interviews. So Mark from the Oz DeFi Association, you'll see me as Captain DeFi in there. But over and out for now, we'll chat with you soon.